Hi, this is Money Honestly. I'm Jana Heron, and today Denitza Tekova, a reporter on my team at Yahoo Finance and Cache, is joining us. We'll be talking about the extra unemployment benefits jobless Americans are getting during the coronavirus pandemic. So Denitza, unemployment benefits have been in the news lately, but what people are talking about isn't the usual standard unemployment insurance people get when they are laid off. Can you explain what these coronavirus unemployment benefits are and how it works? Yeah, so there were additional $600 weekly uh, as part of the 2.2 trillion CARES Act, which was passed by Congress at the end of March. And how that work is, you normally get your weekly benefits, which are say two, three hundred dollars or more, depending on a lot of factors, and then you get six hundred on top of that. So that was a really big lift for Americans. And the idea was to allow people to stay at home for that time during the pandemic and not really to worry about paying their bills and covering their expenses. And that was a very specific U.S. approach. Like some European countries choose to keep people on their payrolls and um, the unemployment rate remained very low. While in the U.S. the unemployment rate was high, but people were given generous benefits. And in the last four months, we have had a really high number, 51 million people applying for unemployment insurance and getting them at some point throughout the pandemic. And they got the 602. And the other thing is people continue uh, filing unemployment benefits at a pretty high rate. So we every week we get above 1 million, which is way above what you get a normal time, which is like two, 300,000. And last week we got one, three point uh, one three point uh, million people filing for them. So six hundred dollars. That's a lot. Um, I mean, if you think about it, six hundred dollars a week. That roughly is twenty four hundred dollars a month. That's roughly, if I do my calculations correctly, maybe around twenty eight thousand dollars a year. So that is like a lot of extra money that people are getting. Now, what is the news on the six hundred? Why are people talking about it right now? Well, they're set to expire on July 31st, which is not entirely true because people will stop receiving them around July 25th, July 26th. And uh, we're not entirely sure they're going to completely expire. But as it seems of now, Congress just returned back uh, from their recess and they're discussing um, possible extension. But even with what we have so far, even if there is an extension, it will likely be a much lower uh, extra to the benefits. So we're hearing something like $200 a week. So one third of what the additional benefits were. Right, right. Actually, I just did the calculation. So if you go 600 times 52 weeks, you get $31,200 for a whole week. I mean, a whole year. Of course, that's not what everybody's getting on a weekly basis. And like I said, Mm. these are very generous benefits. So the question becomes, as Congress is debating whether to extend this, did that $600 really help people during the pandemic and keep them afloat? Um, Yeah, these were pretty generous benefits. Uh, People ended up, I think the replacement rate was 134%. So you may have heard a lot about people are paying more to stay at home. And this was the case for many Americans, of course, for a temporary period of time. Two in three Americans um, got who got the additional 600 
were earning more uh, while unemployed compared to their prior wages. Uh, and this really made a difference. Personal income rose by 10% in April, which was a big surprise because we have that recession, public health crisis, and suddenly incomes are going up. Uh, and this was so this was driven by stimulus checks, but also unemployment benefits. And in May, where it was driven pr primarily by unemployment benefits, personal income also remained above pre-pandemic level. So we see also more people getting a living wage, uh, which is what the minimum income you need to meet your basic needs. And we, we did a few stories on that. We uh, spoke to people who make more um, through those benefits and they feel much more positive about their personal finances. They were telling me that you know, we're finally able to pay our bills on time. We're actually, for the first time, are putting some money aside for savings. Uh, and some of those people, one of the people we spoke to, they were just returning to their job and they were kind of worried that they're returning too early and the public health crisis is still ongoing. But obviously they, were, they had to give up those benefits. Uh, and then another very surprising effect is um, that people predict that the poverty level actually declined during those months. Uh, and over 60 million people were lifted off poverty, which is one of the largest decline we've seen in the last 20 years. And this all personal income going up, poverty going down is happening in the recession, which is quite unusual. Absolutely. Wow. That's not what you would expect. And I did hear um, the CEO of Synchrony Bank, which owns those credit cards um, that you get from like retailers, like the Gap card and stuff like that, was even saying how she was surprised that people hadn't missed payments um, like they would in a regular recession. So you also were seeing people, like you said, able to pay their bills, maybe even better than before because they were getting a little bit more money. So that comes to my next question. So what happens if the this really generous extra $600 a week unemployment benefits doesn't get extended by Congress? What can we expect to happen to the, these people? Um, what do you expect to see? Well, the predictions I have to say are pretty gloomy. Um, the benefits are set to expire, as I said, July 31st, but we may see people losing a big chunk of their income July 25th. And when I say a big chunk of their income, uh, one of the economists I spoke to says that people will see 50 to 75% of their income disappearing overnight. Oh my uh, God. This is if the benefits don't get extended. So imagine just waking up to a quarter of what you're making the last month. That's, that's how things are going to look. That's and <laughs> absolutely, it's absolutely devastating to their incomes and people just have no idea how they're gonna pay their rents. And what we may see then is all these positive things I just told you about, personal income going up, poverty going down, spending, spending has really increased um, among uh, low-income families. All these will go the opposite ways because this was all of these things were supported through the employment benefits and through the stimulus checks. So this is absolutely devastating to personal to people's personal finances. And uh, while we still don't know if they're going to expire for sure, we hear that there will be, as I said, around $200. And this won't be much better. Like people will see up to half of their income going down. 
So even with extended benefits with a limited threshold, people will see a big hit on their income overnight. Is there anything that um, maybe not the federal government, but state governments can do or, or are doing to try to um, alleviate some of this? Yeah, so there is like extended benefit programs, which is normally it's funded half by the state and half by the government. Currently, it's funded entirely by the by the federal government uh, during um, during the pandemic. And what it does is allows states to extend their benefit programs with 13 weeks. So it's a bit complicated. States get around 26 weeks of normal unemployment. On top of that, they get 13 weeks under the CARES Act, so we have 39. And sometimes you get 13 on top of that, but after you exhaust all the first weeks. So a lot of states are adding those 13 weeks. And some states are taking it even further and saying, okay, we have a provision where we can add another seven weeks, so a total of 20 weeks. And we really want to help the people in our states to have access to at least longer-term unemployment benefits if they don't get the extension of the 600. So we already see an initiative from states to trying to help in that situation. And a lot of um, one labor economists told me that this is something we've kind of seen a lot during that that pandemic, is that the federal government has been a, a little bit slower to respond while state governments have been taking the lead in uh, many different programs like this. So if states extend those weeks, that means you'll get get benefits from the state longer than you otherwise would. But that has nothing to do with the $600, right? Yeah, correct. So you get the basic usual unemployment benefits, which for many Americans are pretty low, but you don't get the additional 600. Right, okay. So they're doing what they can based on what they can play with, but again, they can't replace that $600. So it seems to me at least from everything that you've told me about the $600 under the CARES Act, uh, that it should be obvious that they should extend extend it, given that our uh, job market is nowhere near normal and a lot of people still remain out of work or furloughed. And as you said, people are still filing an, uh, for jobless claims for the very first time. You said like 1.3 million last week. We'll find out um, you know, later what will happen this week. So. Why is there any resistance to extending what seems to be something that's helping the economy stay afloat as well as people? Yeah, as you said, the employment rate is still the highest since the Great Depression. We have 11.1% uh, unemployment rate, and it has reduced a lot from the 15%, but still we're at a very high double-digit unemployment rate. And the Resistance is really coming uh, from the fact that some Americans, some jobless Americans are paid more to stay home than work, which was initially, I mean, the idea was to pay people to stay at home. But the problem is that they are paid more. As some of the biggest critics are coming from the Republican Party, we see President Trump, we see White House economic advisor, Ari Kudrow, uh, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, um, all of them use kind of a similar argumentation against the unemployment, the additional unemployment benefits. They're saying we're paying people not to work 
Um, they get more money than their salaries. Uh, something we've heard a lot is that this is a disincentive to work. And the fact that people are paid more under unemployment is holding the job market back. So those people don't want to return to their jobs due to the generous benefits. But this is not necessarily uh, the case. Uh, we've heard first there is fewer hiring. There is less hiring now uh, than in normal times. Another big thing is we see um, a lot of people, uh, precisely seven in ten workers who returned in their to their work or find new jobs, were actually getting paid more under unemployment, and that didn't didn't stop them get back to their job. Wow. And also, is it even possible, like if it's you're, you know, say you're um, a waitress and your restaurant opens back up and your boss says it's time to come back to work. Can you even say, no, I don't really want to go back to work either. I'm scared or I'm getting paid more being unemployed. Um, is that even an option for workers who um, who are getting paid more uh, while on unemployment insurance? Yeah, the short answer is no. Um, I mean, there are a few cases um, if you have a disability or you're at high risk where you can say no. Obviously, that's a difficult process of proving it, filing a claim and all that. Uh, but generally, if you refuse to go back to work, uh, you will likely use your unemployment benefits. So the concept that you can just refuse to go to work and stay at home and earn those um, generous unemployment benefits, in most cases, is not really plausible. Okay, well, that makes sense. Um, and you said there are like a few cases where you might be able to not go back to work or those based on health concerns. Uh, yeah, so one is uh, some Americans are protected uh, under the Dis Disabilities Act, and there is uh, more Americans are uh, protected under OSHA, which is the Occupational Safety and Health Act. Um, and I think how it works is as long as there is a good cause, which is having a health issue or needing to take care of a close family member who is sick and has a health issue and that's a barrier for you to return to work uh you can i think it's more that you can work out a way with your employer to for him to accommodate your needs uh, so there are options for those people gotcha but getting off topic here but let's go back you said seven in ten people who returned to work in june and who are getting paid more on unemployment still took a job so that whole idea that um, because I'm being paid more on unemployment, forget it. I'm not going to go back into the workforce is a little bit bunk. Um, what is, what's another reason, um, did you, the economist that you talked to give for why people want to go ahead and go back to work, even if they make less versus just stand on unemployment? And first, another thing I want to add on that is actually one in five workers who returned to their jobs in June were making two to three times more. So we see a lot of people who are getting much, much more unemployment returning to their jobs. And as you said, a uh, second reason for that is this is a really a very difficult job market. And finding a job now and turning it down is not an option for many people. So if they really get the option to get a job offer, they may 
have to take, a, let's say, pay cut, um, giving up the generous benefits. But what they get is more stability in the long term because they have a job. And Americans are aware that these benefits are temporary. And even if they get extended, they will be limited. Um, so, you know, the theory that people just want to stay, um, and get those generous benefits doesn't really include the fact that people, that they are temporary and they're going to expire sooner or later. Right. Yeah. These are not going to last forever at some point, whether it goes to January or whatever, um, this is not around forever. It's not a sustainable option for people. And like you said, they're even thinking about, decreasing the amount if they do extend it so it's not even as generous um so that's a good point so now you have really good points that say the reason why people are against extending it those reasons are not don't really pan out so why is it so important that these benefits get extended um i think one thing is Unemployment benefits are considered to be a very targeted type of stimulus compared to, for example, stimulus checks, which were sent to uh, 160 million Americans who make under um, under 75, but then people who make up to 100,000 a year uh, also got them. While unemployment benefits, you're actually helping those people who are out of the job market and you know that they're struggling already. Uh, and this one reason they're important, apart from that they're targeted, is that even though a lot of jobs are coming back, we're, as I said, at a pretty high unemployment rate. And it may happen that a lot of Americans will remain unemployed for very long times and sometimes far longer than what their unemployment insurance can help them for. We spoke to uh, one economist from Harvard um, who did a, a um, report saying that 4.5 million Americans may not be able to find a job uh, in six months uh, from they from when they lost it, and there oh, wow. are another yeah, and there are another two million um, that will need an year to find a job. So a these year? are really yeah oh. over a year. So these are really big numbers, and while they're lower than the Great Recession, which were around 60 million, here we have 4.5, they're pretty high and pretty close to what they were. So what may happen to those people is they will remain out of the workforce for long periods of time. Maybe some of those times will be totally unpaid, so their employment benefits will be exhausted. Um and they, this will have a serious impact on their personal finances and likely have a scaring effect on their employment. In what way will a long-term unemployment affect maybe their career tra trajectory? I, I think as a general rule of thumb in the job market, the, the longer you have been out of work and the bigger gap you have your resume. Um, and I, that's how, I, I think that's how the scaring effect is. They find the harder for you is to jump back and get a job compared to uh, maybe those people who have stayed. That's also another reason why people may want to also want to return to work because the sooner you return to the job market, the more likely you are to get a job if you don't have, say, six to one year gap in your resume. Right. And also you may be able to get a better paying job or you won't have skills that lapse 
um, during that time. So it makes really a lot of sense why people actually want to get into the job market if there's a job to be had. For sure. Yeah. And so where are we with the negotiations about the extension in Congress? Well, negotiations just started this week. Um, what we're hearing from Mnuchin, he expects a deal by the end of July. But what we heard from Mitch McConnell was actually that this won't happen as early as Mnuchin predicts. Um, another problem is, so what we're hearing is this probably will be around $200. But a problem with that is the benefits will expire um July 31st, people uh, administration will stop paying them this weekend. And then we have a gap because Congress is still negotiating them. And if this takes two weeks, there will still be gap. If this takes a month, there will be an even larger gap. And this is something we've seen before. Like in the beginning, when people apply for unemployment benefits, pretty much every person I've spoken to said they needed almost a month to get their benefits. So we're again really pressuring um, American people and putting them in a time period where they may not get benefits for a few weeks and maybe even a month, even if they get extended. Right. And then that could be really detrimental to the economy as well, because people might just have to skip their rent payment or skip their credit card bill or something like that during that time if they don't have that money coming in. For sure, that's a big thing on employment benefits and stimulus checks have helped Americans to pay those bills, uh, increase spending and therefore stimulate the economy. So in general, extending these unemployment benefits not only helps Americans who don't have jobs right now, but also could help to prop up the economy and that helps everybody. Um, so. Thank you, Denitza, for explaining this. And thank you for joining us today on Money Honestly. And thanks for everyone listening. Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. We'll see you next week. <laughs>